Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders Podcast with Mark Carmen and Robert Murray. Never fear, the Baseball Insiders is here. We love going live. We've really enjoyed the chat during the show, however long we've been doing that now. But for some reason, our streaming service is crushing us today, so we're doing old-school Zoom. And uh, as you see, this will be uploaded, uh, which you're watching right now. And we have all your questions. And we have my guy who actually had the issues today and it wasn't me Bert do you feel guilty that we are not in our normal baseball insiders Thursday at two formation I I feel terrible and there's a very good shot that once we're done recording this car that I'm going to probably go cry and like sit in the fetal position so yeah yeah I'm going to do the same there's there's no doubt all right but we're okay here we go uh and and we're back Tuesdays and Thursdays hit that subscribe button for the baseball insiders follow by Robert Murray on Twitter and yours truly at the carm the Wilson Contreras market we will discuss today along with the starting pitching market some underrated options I like particularly like uh one of them um and the red out Baltimore Orioles who are uh, in Chicago this week, I'm going to see the Orioles tomorrow night at Wrigley Field. Uh, going to throw some love that way. Uh, also, which stars are unlikely to be moved? We'll get to that. And uh, Bert is headed to the All-Star game. So a lot to do here. But I guess let's start with Contreras. We've been talking about this for a long time. One of the biggest names out there. All-Star this year, having a great season. What's the latest, Robert? Yeah, I'm still thinking that he will be traded, Carm. Um, there seems to be, like a belief that's going to happen at some point. It's a little strange that they haven't tried to trade him in the past. I will say I, I saw John Heyman make that point pretty recently. And I thought that was like kind of interesting. Um, but I think he'll end up going. Um, and the teams that I think we'll have to watch out for are the Mets, the Padres, the Astros, I think are another team that makes sense. Um, I think the Rays make sense. I've I've said the Giants in the past, but I just don't know if they're in the position now um, where they can do that kind of a thing because they're really struggling right now, Carm. Um, and they're an older club, and I don't think they have much, if any, of a chance uh, to make the World Series. So I don't know if it makes sense adding an older catcher on a, an expiring contract. I'd imagine they'll be in at like some certain price point, but they just won't go over the top for like – kind of like what they did last year for Chris Bryant. Interesting. Um, the Astros is a very interesting name. I'm, I'm trying to follow up with some sources on that one to see uh, if inside the organization that's a possibility. So I will – hopefully I'll have some answer coming on back here. But have you, have you heard that? Or is that just Burt speculation? That's just Burt speculation, but the Astros need a catcher. Um, and I, I think that's going to end up being one of their top priorities at the deadline. 
is is getting another catcher. But they really like what Martin Maldonado does um, behind the plate too, especially defensively because he's 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 a much he's a defensive first catcher. But they can do um, a lot of what the Cubs have done with Contreras is they have a veteran catcher in Jan Gomes who they have there, um, and his presence allows Contreras to stay fresh. And I mean, you can have that same kind of thing with Maldonado. So I, I wouldn't rule it out. I think it makes a whole lot of sense, but I just don't think, I don't think they're going to end up going nuts um, and trying to like blow them away with a package. They're going to have to do something that makes sense for, for both sides here. Right. How well do you know their system? I mean, I'm sure there's something that would match up, but anything pop to mind? No, I, I don't have an in-depth knowledge on the, on the Astros farm system, but okay. um, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right, we'll see if I get anything back on that one as well. And, Bert, you, you did put out on the old Twitter world that, uh, yes, you can tweet me your trade deadline questions. Um, our guy at MT underscore 050. Michael, thank you, buddy. We love you. What's an under-the-radar trade, de- trade deadline candidate, Bert? Give me something under the radar, brother. Does Carlos Rodon fall under the radar? I think it does. You see his wife is out there tweeting that like the dude's got Carlos Rodon has the highest war in all of baseball. Is that right? That's crazy. Maybe among pitchers, but yeah, that, yeah. But anyways, it's still, that's nuts. And like good news though is, uh, is he's now part of the all-star game. So he'll be, he'll be there in Los Angeles. Um, But yeah, I I think he's going to end up being a guy who's going to end up garnering quite a bit of interest considering the position that the giants are in. Um, they're underperforming right now. I don't, as I said before, I just don't know if they're going to end up being in a position to make a deep postseason run. And he has the ability to opt out of his contract after the season. Should he um, pitch like like a little less than 20 innings remaining for the rest of the year. And by all indications, he'll do that unless he gets hurt. But and if he does do that, and there's probably a decent shot that he opts out so he can get that big payday, and it would be smart for the Giants front office to um, make a move and trade him and get a big prospect haul in return um, just so they can like maximize his value rather than let him go as a free agent, if he opts out, I should say. Yeah, I would be in the buyer beware market on that one. Rodon making it to the end of the season healthy would be – Basically unprecedented for Carlos Rodon. So uh, I, I like your thought process here, though. I, I think that uh, the Giants being aggressive there makes a whole lot of sense. Speaking of, by the way, you wanted to talk about the starting pitching market right now. What's moving around? Yeah, so it's extremely interesting because you have Frankie Montas, who is currently hurt. He's throwing a bullpen session on Wednesday, and he's expected, at least on the A's side, to make a start against the Astros. Um, so if he performs and is, is all good there, um, I, I think he'll end up being the top trade candidate for pitchers at the deadline. I think it all depends on his health. If he's healthy, he's going to get traded. Um, I think one name to monitor might be Noah Syndergaard. He signed to a one-year deal. The Angels are struggling, and that could end up being a case where they try to like get some value there for him uh, and let him go. Um, and I, I, I've had some people like rival executives, I should say, think that he gets traded. So that's going to end up being one to watch. 
But the starting pitching market to me is going to be pretty active. Uh, I think that's going to be the most active position along with relief pitching, which I mean, that's the case every year. Um, but yeah, I, I think Syndergaard is going to be in the one to watch. And there's a lot of under the radar kind of guys um, that we're going to get into in a little bit that are going to end up garnering quite a bit of interest as well. So we'll do that next, but let me, and this is kind of under the radar, but like as we're recording the show right now, the Guardians just beat the White Sox four to one. Kenny Williams, White Sox VP, had a meeting with the team and the coaching staff and called out everyone saying, come together. Bob Nightingale had this report. Put your differences aside. And now the White Sox have shown up in Cleveland and have played dead in back-to-back games. I don't know, man. I could see something to shake that clubhouse up and also the reality of what that season is like a guy like Lance Lynn, perhaps um, get, getting, getting moved. Something I don't, you know, I don't think they'd go so bold as to trade Lucas Giolito, but, and, or even become sellers. But the way the white Sox are going right now, being a seller is, is going to be on the table if they don't turn it around here. And they are in a huge stretch where they've already dropped two or three to Minnesota. They've lost the first two to the guardians. They've split with the tigers at home. It ain't good over there right now. So who knows if, 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 if some trade candidates under the radar, uh, however you want to put it with the white Sox emerge. Yeah, it's, it's also, it's pretty damning to hear you finally be on the White Sox, potentially a seller's train because you were pretty against that for a while there, Carm. And, I was, I, I did yeah. not see this coming. I, I was a buyer all, all the way, which is, but listen, I mean, the last five days when you're having, I mean, their general manager is Rick Hahn. If people are not completely dialed up on the White Sox, Kenny is used to be their GM. He was kicked upstairs for him to call a meeting and do that. That is very telling of how bad it has gotten there. And yep. Ozzie Guillen last night was calling out the, their dugout for looking like they were dead, saying that they, that they don't even look like they're trying. So when your former World Series manager is going down that road, yep. it ain't good. To me, Carm, yeah. you can shake up that clubhouse by making a trade. You can you can do anything with the roster. I don't think anything changes until you fire Tony La Russa. That's to me, I think obviously the roster is underperformed, but they need a new guy at manager to me. And I, I, I've been pretty convinced of that. Even since they hired La Russa, I was 1 billion percent against it. I was one of many people in that train, but to me, the white Sox, unless something drastic changes, which at this point we're 82 games into the year, um, so like what we're seeing is, is what we get at this point. So I don't see a change happening. Um, I, I, I just think they need a new voice at the helm. That's I mean, what I think. Listen, I'm not going to argue it anymore. I wrote when they hired Larusa that this was going to work out despite the naysayers like you, Robert Murray. There's no way that 77 year old Tony Larusa had forgotten baseball. This is not rocket science. He can do it, but and they made the playoffs last year, got beat by a better Astros team. But this is a massive underachievement. And if you're having that level of meeting, a lot easier to fire the manager than make bold trades with some of your young core who aren't going anywhere. So at this point, change for change sake might make a whole lot of sense with the White Sox. However, 
you know, Jerry Reinsdorf owner and Tony are very good friends. And Reinsdorf had a huge, huge. The reason why Tony has that job is because Reinsdorf regrets firing him back in uh, 1984. I want to say 84, 85, whatever it was, mid 80s. Uh, when when Ken Hawk Harrelson recommended it, so I don't I don't know if they'll be as bold to do it, but yeah, you know, and, and also and, and, that, and, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I was thinking along those same lines. Is Reinsdorf his guy is Tony Larusa? It's going to be difficult for him to fire Larusa, let alone two years after hiring him, or even less than two years. I can't imagine they're going to make a change in season. So let's say two years. Um, I wonder if the scapegoat then would end up being Rick Hahn, and I think that would be a mistake. Um, they won't do that. I'd be, you don't think I, so? I, I would be, I would be beyond shocked. Yeah. Beyond and so, shocked. Like, for the record, so would I, um, but like for a, a season to go this poorly with this high of expectations, there's going to have to be a scapegoat. And I don't know who it's going to be. Can't like, as Carm said, I can't picture it being Rick Hahn. Can't picture it being Tony La Russa. I mean, I would do it if I was the White Sox, but then who would it be? Oh, they, they could listen there's a lot of things they could do. The number one most exciting thing that they could possibly do to, to ramp up that club, and I might actually write this because I'm getting excited thinking about it. When they, hired, when they, when they fired Rick Renteria yep. and they announced that, uh, you know, we're starting our search, they went out of their way and they actually made an announcement. Ozzie Guillen is not a candidate for this position. You want to try to shake this thing up? Ozzy is the hire. I, I don't. It's it's incredible to me that the guy made some comment about Fidel Castro when he was managing the Miami Marlins decades ago now, and has not gotten another chance. The dude won a World Series, and they and the White Sox would not have won it without Ozzy. That team was failing down the stretch in September, and Guillen took on all the heat. They went from, I think, a 13-game lead down to a game and a half. All the pressure was on Ozzy, took it off the players, and then they go in the, and they go in the postseason, go 11-1, and one and win the World Series. Yep. So uh, that, that would be – he would – that'd be an unbelievable move. I'm, I'll I'm, tell you. So, I mean, what, LaRusse is, what, 77, you said? Yes. So Guillen is only 58. He's still pretty close with the White Sox. Um, he, wa- he, watches, he works for NBC Sports Chicago. He watches um, them every night. Every night. Knows it. I'll tell you, you could not, I don't think you could go from a more different personality from La Russa than to Guillen. Um, I, mean, I mean, maybe you can, but like, I mean, Guillen's a, a pretty fired up dude. He's, he kind of terrifies me. Dude, I, I mean I, that I, in a good way. Well, you, uh, covering him was the greatest. The oh, greatest. He, yeah. he, uh, I'll tell you one story. Oh, I can't really tell that story. It's a little too aggressive, but I'll, I'll try to, I'll make it the PG version was, uh, you know, they're playing the Yankees and this is after he's done his media session. So he's just kind of hanging out in the dugout. Most managers are out of there. Ozzy would just shoot the shit with reporters. And so Derek Jeter comes walking across and Ozzy yells something at him. You know, he's friends with all of them because the batting cages were up behind the White Sox, uh, dugout so he yells something at Jeter and then Jeter goes in and he's like he's, he's just like he's like you know this guy's incredible New York you never you never hear him in trouble single guy winning all the world series making all the money 
I don't have a daughter, but if I did, I would tell her to date him. Uh, and it, it was like, it was just so funny. Um, but that, you know, he just, just seeing the relation that he had with the players, you know, just a fun dude, uh, outside of the, outside of all the leadership, there's a lot that comes with him. He's, you know, he's, he gets a lot of attention, but I, I, I love Ozzy anyway. All right. So here we go. Let's, let's, let's keep going through. Uh, we have a zillion questions on Twitter. So yeah, maybe we'll, yeah, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do the, Maybe we'll do the questions that way going forward. Although we want you listening. So probably doesn't make sense production show on the fly here but all right let's do some underrated starting pitching options i know you've got uh zach davies on there i know you've got jose quintana um who else bert who else yeah so i got davies i don't know how strong of a market that he's gonna have um only because he's got the the reports about him ghosting his wife um is is not great i know that's kind of like it's it's been hanging over his head the entire year. He's a veteran pitcher, so maybe he gets interest. Um, but I, the two guys I'm going to mention here, Jose Quintana, is going to. He's already has a strong market. Um, he's got interest from a bunch of different teams. Uh, veteran left-hander, and he's got the versatility card. So he can be a starting pitcher, back end of the rotation kind of guy. Um, or he can pitch out of the bullpen like he did last year with the Giants and the yep. Angels. And, like, I mean, he's not going to cost too, too much. I think a deal similar to what the Pirates did last year for Tyler Anderson, that's the kind of comp that I've heard from people behind the scenes, uh, could make sense. Um, and another one would be Chad Cool, uh, pitcher for the Rockies. He is – so he's another guy that's going to get interest, but from what I'm told – He's one of the rare pitchers who actually likes playing in Colorado. Um, and I think that could end up factoring into their decision-making. I still think there's a, a better chance than not that he is traded. Uh, but the fact that he likes playing at Coors and has had a, a good season, um, yeah, I think there there is a shot that he's, he's kept by the Rockies. But as I said, I think he's traded. But um, between the, those three, I think Quintana and, uh, and Chad Cooler are going to be the guys to watch. Interesting. Uh, and to follow up from an earlier conversation about Contreras, my, the people, uh, who, well, I'm, I'm at, I'll, I guess I can talk about this cause it's just, he's just guessing. He doesn't know anything, but, uh, Robert Ford, who's our, who's been on this show, who's the play-by-play voice for the Astros radio. I asked him, do you think that the Astros could possibly be interested in Contreras? And he's like, I think that's possible. Maldonado, as we just said, great defender can hit, um, Castro, Jason Castro's on the injured list. So, but shouldn't be out too long. Astros would probably have to give up catcher Corey Lee, first round pick who made his major league debut last week. That's a good call by him because I remember him getting called up and obviously like they had a needed catcher, but I also wonder if they're trying to showcase him at the major league level. So, I mean, yeah, once again, Robert Ford is uh, a very wise man. Uh, um, I'm going to text him back and tell him that I love Contreras. Um, because I do. Karma's in love with Wilson Contreras. Sources tell fan sided. Dude, dude, that dude's a winner, man. He is yep. a competitive, feisty. Uh, you want that guy on your team all day long. Yep. All right, let's salute the Baltimore Orioles playing their best baseball in I don't know how long. Unbelievable. Are we look? Do we really look at Baltimore as uh, a legit wild card player in your mind, Bert? To me, 
no, not yet, but they're building an argument for that position because they're on a winning streak right now. Um, they're like eight in a inching, row, baby. Five hundred. They're, they're inching closer to the uh, to the Toronto Blue Jays and others in that division uh, for the third spot as well. It's like they're two back. Yeah, like if you would have told me they were two back at this point of the season, I would have told you to turn off the video game set. That's exactly what I would have told you. Um, and yet here they are in real life going on this surge. And I think there, there's a very convincing argument for them to be both buyers and sellers. Um, I know Ken Rosenthal has written about that before. Um, and I, I think the exact same thing is the thing to me is their most likely trade candidate in that scenario would be Trey Mancini. And I think if you trade him, you're messing with the juju in that clubhouse because he is like the guy. Um, and he's the leader. He's a, a prominent part of that clubhouse. You trade him and the season could go, the season could go sideways. Uh, another player I think could make sense in the market is a guy like Jordan Lyles for a team that is needing a, um, like a, um, and an easy eater. Like I, the Brewers have loved him in the past. They've acquired him twice and he's been great in a, like a postseason race. Um, and also something that I remember Lyles telling me when I was around him um, was that he really likes working with a veteran catcher. So a contending team who has a veteran catcher that needs another pitcher, acquiring Lyles can end up being a nice like buy low kind of situation. I can't imagine he's going to garner too much via trade. Um, but any hopes that teams had of them moving like Anthony Santander or Cedric Mullins, um, I think that dream is just about dead at this point. All right. Hey, hey, Baltimore, you are motivating for all of us who are cl- trying to climb uphill in, in any place in your life. Just look at the Orioles in that division. Eight wins in a row. Count it out. And now two back in the wild card, only one under. Uh, all right, let's look at the stars here, Bert. I'm thinking maybe uh, we won't even touch on all the tweets and you can just respond to all these people because um, they love you on Twitter so much, Bert. What do you think of that idea? Or do you want to get some in here? Let's get some in here, then I can respond to some on Twitter. Okay, great. Um, so let's talk about stars like likely or unlikely, rather, to be moved. Um, who and Yeah, so who, who do you think is possible? Who do you think is completely untouchable? Uh, hang on. I got to respond to a text real quick. Oh, wow. Exciting. (laughs) We might have a trade. Is this deadline related? Yeah. All right. Bert, in the moment. Now, he's probably not going to tell us anything, which is going to suck. But I will do my very best to push him to give us some level of insight. The life of Robert. What do we think is it? What would be Robert's middle name? He sort of looks like an Andrew. Robert close. A- Andrew Close Andy. Uh not not Andy, not Andrew, but close. What's close to Andrew? Uh let's see here. Peanut Gallery. Michael Sean guesses from the deep. I don't know. Um yeah. Octavio. No. Boy, it's it starts with an A. I'll give you that. Uh, starts with an A. From where you're coming from, Al. You're on fire. Yeah, 
You're on fire. Robert L. Murray, the fifth. Oh, no, no, I'm I'm one of one. Okay. But Ram comes through. I'm very proud of myself. All right, what 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 do you got? What's happening over there, Bert? T- clue us in. What can you tell us? Um, I won't say anything quite yet. Um, just because I don't know if it's like legit or not. Um, but yeah, I I just yeah I want to cushion myself on that one. But as far as stars that I think are going to be moved, Carm. Yeah. Um. So I think if you like, I don't know if you can consider these two stars, but like they're good players. Josh Bell, I think is good. Is going to be good as gone. Uh, Nelson Cruz, I think is gone. Um. I think Noah Syndergaard is going to end up being traded. Frankie Montas, if he's healthy, is going to be gone. Um, I think those are like some of the more prominent names that we're going to see going. Um, and perhaps there is a surprise um, that is traded. But here's the thing is we have over 20 teams who are in contention. And there are some that are still not sure if they're going to sell or buy. And it could lead to a pretty slow market until closer to August 2nd, which that could mean a flurry of moves um, and maybe some surprise like move at like August 2nd. But um, yeah, I just don't, I don't think this is going to be a star filled market. That's truthfully what I think. So just a reminder on trade deadline, August 2, we will do a post game, if you will, deadline show. I think we're shooting for six o'clock central time. Or did we say five? What do we say? Five. Five o'clock central uh, after the deadline on August the 2nd. We'll, of course, remind you leading up to it. But that's that's the first time it's been said on this podcast. So there you go. Five o'clock the 2nd, a little bonus show. And I can tell you what I heard was not true. So I already got a denial. But actually, you want to hear a fun story about how I got scooped the other day? Sure. So I was chilling here. I was getting ready to go work out. I was eating my bowl of Cheerios in the morning. Um that's not a good was, start for your day. It's way too, way too many carbs, not enough protein. Don't like you going Cheerios, but go ahead. Oh, I also had a protein shake. So I always get my protein, but I lo- I'm a big carb guy, Carm. I love okay. carbs. Okay. Um, so do I. So, oh, I had a boy. Um, so yeah, he's drinking a Starbucks too. Um, but I was, uh, I was eating my Cheerios and all of a sudden I got a text saying, Hey, don't know who's in it, but Atlanta and Kansas city is making a trade. And I like, Oh, okay. So I start shooting some texts. I get an immediate response of yes. So it's true. I'm trying to figure out who the players are. I've nailed down two of them. This is at seven 53, my time. Um, and I'm like slow. I'm waiting for the confirmation text that these players are in it. And all of a sudden I get the tweet notification from Jeff Passan Atlanta and Kansas city is finalizing a trade. So he got it from right out under me. I've missed there's been two trades so far, Carm. I've had them both before they got reported, and yet I got scooped on both. So I lead the league in getting scooped. So we're so we got to change the juju. No, we're we're good. I, juju is going in the right direction. But let me ask you something. So, yeah, when you get that information, is this like? Have you ever seen the movie All the President's Men? I'm assuming not. I have. Yeah, because you told me to watch it, and you watched it. I did watch it. Yeah, it took me like two weeks to watch it, but I finally did. And you never, you didn't, you never reported back to me that you watched it. What kind of friendship do we have here? Uh, no comment. Okay. That, that hurts, Bert. That's, that's, that's painful. 
but uh, so then you know Deep Throat from the garage scenes, right? Mm-hmm. So is this like you have like a Deep Throat out there who's like he'll tell you stuff, but he's not going to give you the full information, and you have to figure it out yourself? Like, like does this person know but won't say, and just sort of gives you a breadcrumb, or do they not know and they're trying to have you fight, figure it out? It's a good question. He's giving me, well, I, I, I won't, I can't get into who my source is on that or any source, but uh, yeah, he's, he's very helpful. So if, if he had the details, I'm pretty positive he would give them to me. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, well, you know, congrats to Jeff Passon, who again is uh, Jeff Passon, you know, uh, I am going to put out a video, which I, you need to retweet and see what, going to come back at us from Jeff Passon about his cooking skills, which I believe are terrible, but apparently are not. Hey, Passon uh, is going to, I'm going to see Passon in a few days. So if that, when that video goes out, there's a chance that he's like, oh boy, that could create some, uh, we need to get him on the pod, Karma. That's, that's what I got to say about so, that. So should we, should we wait to tweet it until you're actually with him and then you'll tell me to tw- tweet it at that moment and then you could show it to him or, uh, you know, how do we want to play this, Bert? Because you know, maybe, we'll, maybe we tweet it now. So yeah. that'll be a good conversation okay. starter for when I see him at the, at the All-Star okay. game. Okay. Um, so, okay, we'll see what happens. Hey, uh, you're going to the All-Star game, and you're expecting that uh, trade talks are going to pick up there. Is that why you're headed to L.A.? Yeah, I'm heading there to, uh, to network because there's going to be a lot of sources and, like, people that I know in the game there. Um, it'll be good to, like – catch them face to face and like talk. And it's also like, it's a very good place of like building relationships, but also getting information because you can actually like see them face to face and you can empty your notebook and they can empty theirs. And um, so I'm expecting once we end up getting back here and we're back to a live episode, we are going to be dropping a absolute ton of info um, because that to me is one we're going to have like a pretty good idea of what teams are thinking of what and, uh, and who might be on the move. So Get uh, get the notebooks and get the old popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. That's one of one of your favorites. All right, so I'm going to have you pick, Bert, because I don't know what you want to respond to. Why don't you go through uh, the questions and 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 shout some people out and, and give your answers? Is that cool? Yeah, let's let's do it. Um, and maybe I'll pick out one for myself. But you should you should you should start. So. Okay, so this one's from Manny Hilbrun. Uh, with Taylor Rogers' struggles, will the Padres be in the market for a closer? I can tell you they will be in the market for a veteran reliever. Um, I have that on, on very good authority from rival teams um, who have said the Padres are already starting to look on that market. So that is going to be something I see there uh, or see them doing, I should say. Um, let's see, from Carter Johnson. Uh, he asked, is Josh Hader a popular name at the trade deadline once again? I I will be flat out absolutely stunned if Josh Hader is traded. Um, I checked in uh, with a couple of people after Bob Nightingale reported that the Brewers were listening on Hader. And yes, they do listen on Hader. They listen on all of their players. I was told it would be the stunner of all stunners if he's traded. Um, so I fully expect him to end this year with the Brewers. Maybe they explore a trade in the offseason. Uh, but we're in year three now of hater trade rumors, and I think the, tr- the odds of a trade happening now are lesser than they were last year. Um, Interesting. 
Interesting. I, I always like, why would you trade that dude? He's a freaking dynamic talent outside of money. But um, let's see. There's a ton in here. You got any more that you like? Yeah, let's do. Oh, I got a sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. That was a good one. I cleaned out the old, the old schnoot. Um, <laughs> do, do you do you do you know how unique of an individual you are? Am I unique, Carm? I've never been on any pod where someone sneezed like that and then immediately went into hey, clean out the old schnoot. No one's ever said <laughs> that in podcast history. Well, Am I, I, that's false karma because I just did. So numero uno, right? No, here. right. Other than you, other than yeah. you, I, 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 Mike, Sean, if you can just verify how that I'm correct here. If it, am I? Now we get a little. Uh, you're just, you're just adorable, dude. Uh, Thank you. I got a yes, very cute from Mike Zach. What, there we go. Uh, what a guy. There we, there we go. I mean, this is just, this is something. All right, what else? What else we got here that you like? Um, let's see. We got, we got most realistic or most likely trade suitors for Josh Bell. I mentioned the Astros in a previous show. I don't think they're going to be in a high um, or like one of the top suitors just because they have Yuli Gurriel there. Um, but I would expect them to at least check in. Um, I think the Mets make a whole lot of sense there too. Yeah, peculiar is a good word from Sean Daly. That's I'll take that too. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got. Uh, um, yeah, the, I, I fully expect the Met, the Mets to add a big bat. Um, they're going to, they're going to add somebody. I actually thought before the Red Sox went on the surge that JD Martinez was a great fit for them. Um, and that is not going to happen, uh, just cause the Red Sox aren't going to sell. All right. I want you to answer at, at obviously a burner. Uh, so this per- perhaps is not a real person, but it says, John, I like his question though. Any updates on the Rays? Everybody wants to know about the Rays. And then he goes non-baseball. Would you rather be on a lake or in the mountains? Oh man, that's a great question, isn't it? I would rather. I'm a sucker for mountains, so give me the mountains. But lake is also like extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't mm-hmm. go wrong with it. But give me the mountains, just because I'm right. a sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the Rays are another fit for Wilson Contreras. I think that team they make a whole lot of sense there. Um, they also need a big bat too. And I mean, that would be two birds with one stone. Um, but that yeah, makes a, that, that'd be in the market for both of those positions for sure. And plus, you know, for the Rays, you're getting a premium player for not premium dollars. Uh, not bad, not bad, not bad. Um, I don't know about this guy. Yeah, that's, that's a weird one. I, I saw that and I was just like, whoa, I don't know what we do with that. That's aggressive. Uh, that, that was his question. As in, do you like my face? I'm assuming. Um, yeah. And also, I'm going to just run through these real quick. Yeah, sure. So, are the Dodgers going to do something? Um, yes, they are going to do something. They are. They need a bat, which is kind of surprising considering all the talent they have on the team. They could also use another starting pitcher. They're going to get at least one of those, if not both. But they're not going to be stupid about it. I think they're less likely to trade from their top prospect well than they have been in years past which could kind of limit the, uh, the overall talent they bring in. Um, well, it, all, it also helps that there's not going to be like that much of a high-end talent brought in. But I know there's some people who have been connecting that Luis Castillo behind the scenes. So maybe that'll be one, one name that they're in on. Um, let's see. Um, a lot of Brewers questions. There's, uh, there's one person – actually, I've gotten probably about 10 tweets today asking 
me to come over to back to the athletic to cover the Brewers. Um, cause Will Salmon, their, their writer, um, ended up going to cover the Mets for the athletic. And I also, I want to give a shout out to Will. Uh, Will is phenomenal at what he does and he is a great friend and yeah, I'm just completely happy for him, but I will also tell you, like, I'm very happy at fan sided. So, um, sorry to crush your dreams, but I will not be going back to cover the Brewers. Um, let's see. We have, uh, realistic trade targets for the Blue Jays, uh, left-handed bat for sure. Uh, I think Ian Happ makes a whole lot of sense. I know they've been connected to Andrew Benintendi. I had somebody kind of like, I don't want to say squash it, but say that's probably unlikely at this point that Ben and will go to Toronto. Um, things can always change because we're 20 days away, but that's where my person said they're at now. Um, let's see. Who do you think the Yankees will acquire, Carm? So Interesting. Uh, I think they need you all. Yeah, but what, what, so what's their biggest need? They could use another leverage reliever. They That's could along with everyone. Keep going. Yeah. Maybe another starting pitcher too. Um, I think a, a, another bat would make sense, but I, I think leverage reliever might be their biggest one, but like they're the most talented team in baseball. So their leads are pretty limited at this point. Um, but I, I think a, a high leverage reliever is going to make sense. Maybe I'm trying to think of who some of the better names are. I mean, you got, Robertson with the Cubs, you got Gibbons. You got, I mean, there's so many different names that they can consider. Um, I wouldn't call David Robertson a high leverage reliever at this point. I would call him a, I don't know, uh, a, a, perhaps an upgrade to your sixth and seventh inning options. He's, he's, he's scratching his way through the ninth inning. It is, it's, not, it's, it's not pretty. Um, he's getting the job done, but that dude is old and the body's breaking down. The Cubs are not going to get a whole lot for David Robertson, I wouldn't think. Um, what else? Boy, you were cutting out there, Karma. Is it my audio? I think so. Okay, cool. I'm glad it wasn't my end then. So can we, we can blame Karma for this one. Can you hear me now? Okay. Loud and clear. I, I was just saying, any any other tweets you want to read, or should we wrap it right here after? Two, unfortunately, after my technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, let's see. Going through them now. Uh... And we appreciate all the tweets. We appreciate. Uh, sorry again that this one wasn't live, but hey, future is bright, baby. Yeah, I think. I think we're good, Carm. All right. Hey, the Baseball Insiders, every Tuesday and Thursday at 2 o'clock Central Time, having a ton of fun doing with it, doing it for you, with you, all of it. And uh, hit that subscribe channel on the YouTube page. We are slowly creeping our way here. 400, the next stop, on our way to 400 million, damn it. So thank you for the support. And Bert, you take care of that schnoot. Always, you gotta take care of the old shoe, especially especially since it's all cleaned out now. We're we're operating and we're we're thriving over here, Carm. Yeah, they're always and forever. Hey, darn, uh, right. darn tootin', darn schnootin'. That's Ooh, terrible. Darn snootin'. Yeah, darn, that's darn snootin', yeah. That's uh, that's gonna enter the old Rolodex for sure. That's embarrassing. All right, thanks for watching. Appreciate all the tweets. 
Bert, appreciate you. Thank you, Michael Zach. Thank you, Sean Daly. Baseball Insiders. From our heart, saying goodbye on this Thursday. We'll see you next week. Love you all. Love you, Carm. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.